Ask for help, not because you're weak, but because you want to remain strong. Les Brown. You are listening to the Main Event Man Podcast. I'm your host, Roy Flash Gordon. I'm a fitness professional, pro wrestler, and men's coach. And I created this podcast to help men get off their asses, face their fears, and start living the life they've always wanted. Each week, I bring topics and thoughts to the table that will not only help you step into the main event of your world and shape your life into one you love, but also help you become a better man, not only for yourself, but for the people in your life and this world we live in. All right, all right, all right. If you don't want to die sooner than you need to, this episode is for you. Not to be morbid, but I want to talk about something that I think a lot of guys struggle with. I know I struggle with this myself, and that's simply asking for help when you need it. For some, asking for help is as vulnerable as it gets. It's admitted to someone that you have something wrong or out of order or that you're unable to come to a solution without going outside of yourself or your knowledge or your resources. Admitting that simply equals weakness, and a lot of us know none of us want that weakness, but a lot of us also know that it's not the case. Asking for help is not weak. The, the opposite is true, really. What definitely does make your body weak, though, is when it's subjected to disease, mental health problems, and uh, the destructive behaviors associated with the accumulation of both. And that's what we as men ask for when we don't ask for help. And besides the health side of things, there's plenty of opportunities you'll miss out on if you don't know when to ask for help. 655,000 Americans die from heart disease a year. Half of those are men. Over half of those are men, really. And I only mention this specific disease because it's the leading cause of death for men. And like many diseases, there are plenty of early signs and several predictors that involve a general lack of care for your body. In 2018, nearly 70%, 70% of all suicides were committed by white men alone. And I mentioned in an earlier episode that suicide rate is three and a half times higher than it is for women. There are warning signs that not everyone may be aware of, but with suicidal thoughts being so deep and personal and the stigma attached to mental illness, it's even less likely that men would share these things and seek help. So I'm kicking this thing off with health today, but I can think of other times and several other areas in which I needed help and I didn't seek it when I needed it. Uh, Times in school, times when I was on the grind and struggling financially. I mean, hell, how many of us have ended up paying a shit ton more for car repairs because we ignored the early signs of a problem that needed fixing? Something that if we handled earlier, we probably could have saved a lot of money, time, effort, or whatever. This whole episode is about ignoring those things that we could have addressed sooner but didn't. And don't look at the your player like I'm the only one who hasn't done that car thing, by the way. A problem shows itself. Nothing's done about it. It lingers, grows, and turns into a negative outcome. At best, the negative outcome is an inconvenience, a missed opportunity at work, or maybe you have to go on a medication or pay a fee or something. At worst, maybe it's a lost job or a big ding in the bank account, if you're lucky. And if you aren't, maybe you're another one of the lives wasted to something that could have been prevented. So there's two considerations I want you to make 
if you want to not only impact your health, but also your level of success in all areas by learning how to seek help when needed. The first is this. You're concerned over the social cost of asking for help. We feel like we lose face. Our perceived notion is that asking for help will make us seem weak, less competent, or unable to handle ourselves, and that's often backed by zero, zilch, nothing. I think I'll always come back to the importance of making sure we do not allow others' thoughts about what we do stop us from doing what's best for us. In this case, not only do people not care if you ask for help, or anything that you really do, but the opposite's true. Research shows asking for help, in fact, can make you seem more competent, aware, willing to take risks, and confident. And all those things add up to making you seem more wise and making you more respected amongst your peers. Another thing I want you to think about, what are the consequences of you not seeking the help you need? I acknowledge a lot of time it's small potatoes, something like uh, a late car repair could cost a pretty penny, but it's not the end of the world. But developing a serious illness could cost a lot more time, money, and ultimately your life in some cases. Not such small potatoes. Not caring about yourself is one thing, but who else do these things, these consequences affect? Are you someone's partner or brother or uncle or father? Would, what would massive financial strain do to them? What would losing time with you do to them? Who else pays when you cope by turning to alcohol to deal with your mental health instead of productive steps to healing yourself? Who suffers when you're a terror to be around? The same people who probably pick you up when you fall, more than likely. The people that pick up slack when you are unwell or unable to contribute what you could have when you were healthy. Which is an irony. You want to look strong and this makes you weak. And if it doesn't manifest as a physical weakness at first, one day it does at some point. If not for you, seek help for them. Seek help for you for them. Like for real, if this is landing for you, you have the opportunity to look at what it costs you to be more concerned about pride or how you look or being a real man than being the man the significant others in your life rely on you to be. The one you officially or unofficially promised them you'd be. The one you might actually want to be. This comes down to changing your beliefs around what asking for help means to you. So as soon as you stop listening to this, or if you're driving, when you stop driving, whip out a piece of paper and do two things. First, Write down as many times as you can think of in life where you have successfully asked for and gotten help. Were there judgments attached to these moments? If so, were they about you asking for help and what did that mean about you? Or were they about how you asked for help or waiting so long to ask for help? Those are very different things and create very different feelings, and those lead to the actions you take around asking for help. Second thing, write down the areas in which you are the worst at asking for help. Maybe it's one area. Maybe it's all areas. 
It doesn't matter. Just write them all down. Take some time with this. You can only make things happen by doing the work. Then write down the absolute worst case scenario if you kept down the path of not asking for help in these areas. What does your life look like? Who else is affected? And what might it look like for them? Like really, you know you're going to die someday. We all are. It's okay to look at it and accept it for what it is. Um, But what would it look like? What would losing you mean to your family right now? especially if it could have been prevented. What we want to do with these two exercises is change your beliefs around seeking help. We got to see where you're coming from first. Your beliefs are shaped by the experience you've had in this area. Those experiences might not be what's true or what you can expect on a regular basis. So take the time to do this. Sitting down with a pen and paper is a great way to disconnect and spend some time getting to know you. I do a first thing every morning, every morning. And the most successful people in the world pretty much all take time to do this at some point. I can't recommend it enough, really. And that's any kind of journaling, these prompts or anything else. I guarantee if you haven't done it in a while, you might not know yourself as well as you think. This is a great place to start. My mindset around accepting help has really evolved into looking at every request for help as as a request to learn, a chance to look at something with curiosity and open up my world. To make this podcast, to start my coaching business, to be a wrestler, I need to learn from people who've been there before me. There are people whose jobs and calling it is to help people, like doctors and therapists. There's no substitute for what they do. Then, of course, there are mentors. Then, of course, there are mentors and coaches who you can get help from in a variety of ways. I could have done a lot of what I've done on my own, but I wanted to get there faster. So I found the help I needed and I wanted it faster, not because of how small not asking for help made my life, but how big it could be if I did ask for help. You're probably listening to this podcast because a main event man lifestyle sounds pretty fucking awesome to you. Maybe you have your health, finances, and cart maintenance schedule all in order, but you're not at that next level quite yet because something's stopping you. Think about what that is. Maybe you need help finding it. Now, I do help men get past their fear of rejection so they can have a main event life and be a main event man, but it does not mean to be me helping you out. Maybe you just vibe with the pod, and that's totally cool. But someone like me can help you get to that lifestyle you seek faster. That's what we do. While health and all we've talked about may be less relevant to you, there's definitely a cost of putting off that next level life you might be looking for. So what are the consequences of you not getting to that lifestyle? Whether you seek help in this or not, I just ask that you take any action towards that lifestyle. Like now. Doing the prompts I talked about before? Great place to start. See if they serve www.royflashgordon.com if you want to go deeper into how I help men defeat their fear of rejection and start living the life of a champion. And if you enjoyed this, please subscribe so you never miss an episode, rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does help the show grow. And if the show grows, I can easily reach the men I'm looking to help grow as well. So remember, review on Apple Podcasts, screenshot your review, and direct message it to me at Roy Flash Gordon on Instagram by February 24th to be entered to win two 
hundred smackaroos. Thanks for listening. Talk soon.